Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. Hosted by the Missouri Training Institute, this is the Weekly Workplace. Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. With you again this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Y- y'all, can you believe good afternoon? Depends on when, when you listen. Morning. That's a good point. That is a very good point. Yeah, we release them in the morning, but you may be listening <laughs> at right. midnight. That's when my, my best hour is. I can't believe it. And I don't know what you all are thinking about this, but we're moving into a whole new year again. And I'm going, what happened to 2023? Yeah. Yeah. You know, there used to be a soap opera called As the World Turns. Do you remember that? You're too young. No, but I do remember it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And this little fake world Uh come up like the effects. And I just that makes more and more sense the older I get. Uh, Yeah. The older I get, the quicker it goes. Right. (laughs) It seems, you know, when I was young, it was like, oh, I have all the time in the world. You know, Mm -hmm. now it's just like, oh, I'm getting old and I'm getting old quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we might need to we might need to study on that a little bit, like why time seems to pass mm-hmm. quicker as you get older. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I've noticed I feel like it passes quicker now that I have a child. Like I never realized mm-hmm. how quickly time went until now I have a three year old and I'm going, what happened over the last three years? Like blink and you miss it. Yes. So <laughs> yes. um, but it's it's been fun. Yeah. And obviously the fall is my favorite season. So uh, I do. Personally, I know. <laughs> and and y'all, I'm going to be honest, I didn't stick with my no coffee. I couldn't do it oh. anymore. I went back to coffee. And so uh, it was a um, friend I had missed for a while. So <laughs> pumpkin lattes are going to be in full effect. Um, but thinking through this, you know, for me, the fall, especially because we're ending, we're starting into kind of the towards the end of the year, beginning of a new year. And so I do spend a lot of time in reflection during this space, um, thinking about what changes will this season bring, but also over kind of the next year bring. And so we're starting a new series today. It's called A Season of Change, obviously transitioning into a new season. But uh, we'll have multiple episodes for this, uh, starting out with these first three, at least. Uh, We're going to talk about self-change today. And then uh, the next couple of weeks, we're going to really talk about workplace change. So stick with us. And if you have questions or comments along the way, mti at missouri.edu. But I guess to get us started, I wanted to ask you, as you think back in your life and your career, are there any personal or professional changes, personal changes um, that you have made that really resonate with you? (laughs) I can think of a ton of them um, that come to mind. You know, I was um, really kind of slow in getting that through college (laughs) thing. And uh, finally, you know, you you kind of were just like, well, I I can't do this anymore, you know. So it's one of those changes where I felt stymied and I needed to get out of that. So uh, that, but then I think of also, you know, oh, by the way, it's just been a little over two years since I stopped smoking. Change in my life, you know, and I, it's not that I hadn't done that before, um, cause I have quit before, but you know, this one seems to be sticking a little bit better, but, um, yeah, it's, um, lots of changes you yeah. know, throughout my career. Wow. And that's not just a, a, a physical change, you know, as far as like the act of smoking, mm-hmm. but 
to me, that's a lot of emotional. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And men- I mean, there's there's so much more tied to the act. And, and I say that because I watch both of my parents, you know, struggle oh, yeah. with that yeah. as well. But, yeah. yeah. Sm- I smoked a lot when I was stressed. I'd yes. smoke a lot when a lot of things were hitting me at once. Mm. I smoked a lot when uh, things were not going so well. You know, I smoked at celebrations. Yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> any reason. Any reason. Yeah. Any reason. Right. That's right. Um, but we tie it to those. But we do tie it to those personal experiences. So, it, you know, it it was difficult. It was difficult, but I had to uh, plan for that change. I just couldn't, you know, put them down one day and walk away. Mm-hmm. I, I had to really think about how I was going to cope with it um, before I actually stopped, you know. And so um, I think that was that was helpful. And maintaining momentum now. I'm, I'm sure there's different strategies uh, that you look at for you know, maintaining momentum. When I momentum. have the Jeep all torn apart, you know, so the doors are off, the, the roof is off, and I'm driving around and I come up to an intersection and somebody's smoking <laughs> next to me because I get to smell it all I'm like oh that smells so good (laughs) and it does I have to I have to remember you know what I'm trying to do here Um, and you know so uh, luckily I haven't gone back so that's good but uh, I do I struggle with it every time I Every day almost, you know, but that's something I had to plan for. It's something yeah. I had to expect yeah. in order to be successful. With that. Yeah. For the, the sustainability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, even planning, like I can falter, like, you know, right. not thinking that just the the planning of that actual change act, but just the sustainability. And what am I going to do when those emotions hit me or when mm-hmm. I feel weak mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and don't have a lot of um, fortitude? Right. Yeah. It is interesting because it ta- all it takes is one small slip up. And I think about changes that I ma- I've made every year for the last three years, starting at the beginning of the year, I'll cut out sweets entirely for the year, uh, not for the, but until Easter. And then I'm like, OK, I'll allow myself on Easter. That's the only day. And then we'll pick it back up again. And as soon as you have one, then it just kind of goes back into the, the it emotional. It is. Slow. It really yeah. is. Because you think you've planned it out, but sometimes your brain and the emotional connection that you have to some of that stuff will just override. So, I mean, kudos to you, Dewey. That oh, is. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. You know, and, and something both of you are, are, you know, alluding to, but just that why. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing it? Why are you making, you know, for me, obvious reasons with smoking, mm-hmm. you know, the health and well-being and longevity of your life. And, and things like that. I know there's probably a little different uh, um, sense of control and willpower maybe that's yeah. tied to to the, the sweets act, but really understanding why mm-hmm. am I making this change? So in those moments of, you know, weakness or whatever you want to call them, it's just like you get back to the why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was very helpful. And for me, it wasn't so much the health benefits as it was that the relationships that I was, you know, missing out on as a result of smoking and that kind oh, of thing. Mm. You know? So, yeah. um, so that always, you know, just put those people in my head, the pictures of those people in my head that, um, th- that helped motivate me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the people that are coming into your life, like, yeah. Yeah, maybe someday. Absolutely. Maybe, you know? Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> someday. <laughs> someday. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you've got that long down the road. Uh-huh. But yeah. Being here for them. Is, yeah, is absolutely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What about you, Ray? Any changes that come to mind? Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I love change. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, every day I look for something to change. Uh, but it, in what we're referring to, probably the biggest was um, the change 
to this job Mm -hmm. and not so much just the change of job, but the change of my place in the world related to Mm. my gifts and talents Mm. and, you know, really taking, and I did, I took four months off um, and did nothing but reflect, analyze, um, interviewed my friends and family and really spent time thinking, okay, if this is it, you know, I want to, I want to make a difference. I want to make sure that I'm in love with my job. Um, and so that to me was a very big, cause I'd never approached it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I did approach it with kind of that final solution, so mm-hmm. to speak. Like, I don't want to do this again. Mm-hmm. Like I finally want to find like the job that was built for me. Mm-hmm. I kind of had that epiphany with the smoking too, right? I was just like, I can't, I just don't want to get up in the morning and, and feel the way I feel yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I think, and that certainly was with the change of when, <laughs> when I finally got into uh, my graduate program, you know, there was such a big difference in my life at that moment. Cause you know, I didn't, I felt like I had purpose now, you know, and um, I just got to a point where I just, I can't just, I can't get up and wait in on, on another table. I can't go out and bartend <laughs> another shift, you know, yeah. um, I, I got to do something different, yes. you know? So, um, and it is that moment when I think that you just have kind of had enough once in a while and that can really prompt some change. Mm-hmm. I think it's important when you're, when you've had that moment, because I, I've, I can certainly think of times uh, I've experienced that as well, but really pausing and asking some good questions of yourself before you jump right into, because as we're talking about change is hard and it does take some sustainability momentum, you know, to sustain those things. So really, you know, thinking through, do I understand why this change is needed? So you mentioned the why already. Is it achievable? You know, I, I often set very lofty goals or changes that I'd like to make for myself and sometimes they're unrealistic. And I think about New Year's resolutions for, for that, you know, um, how many times do we set change, you know, to lose 30 pounds in a month? Probably unrealistic or at least not sustainable uh, at, at that rate. And so thinking through, like, I- I- am I setting myself up for failure, you know? Oh, none of us are, are Superman or Superwoman, to my knowledge. Uh, but thank you. Told me I uh, yeah, you yeah, that's true. Hard. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You are. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In high heels, too. Yeah, yeah. I saw that car and I immediately <laughs> thought of you. So. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, what are some other good questions that you think through? What are some things you asked yourself in those changes? Well, one is, you know, it, it, I, is this the right time? Yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. for change for me to embark upon this, you know, thinking about um, all the different things maybe going on in my life. Mm. And is right now a good time to maybe embark upon this new adventure or not? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And in, in, I guess, assessing that, thinking about what are the resources, and I kind of use that mm-hmm. in air quotes, like, what are the resources I'm going to need? Like, do I have the knowledge I need to make this change? When I took four months off, I had to make sure I had the financial mm-hmm. resources Absolutely. to not be earning an income mm-hmm. um, and go on this, you know, land of self-discovery tour. Um, but, you know, just seeing during this time is, are there resources that right. are available? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're going to, you're going to need them <laughs> yeah. as you kind of th- uh, work out your plan of attack, your plan yeah. of action. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, what also comes to mind mm. um, is the times that we're forced into a change. You know, I think about, um, sorry, I, I mentioned my parents 
battled smoking. And um, my dad died when we were 16, when I was 16 mm. um, from lung cancer. And I think we were forced into a change, yeah. you know, um, and we only had like from knowledge to end of life, six weeks. So there wasn't wow. a lot of that planning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, realizing how strong you are, you know, and everybody assumed a different role. Everybody took over. So sometimes that plan, that change is planned. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's not, mm-hmm. um, you know, something drastic might happen or a, a big, big life changing event. But I, I think in that way, you know, what are you tapping into personally mm-hmm. that's allowing you to either move forward or, you know, what's happening that's keeping you from moving forward, mm-hmm. kind of that personal inventory. Yeah. When you're forced like that, that's kind of like you're going to have to cope first, yes. right? Yes. And even grieve, probably. You know, some people have talked about the change processes, um, you know, grieving, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to kind of go yeah. through those four stages of grief in order to come out better on the other end. Yeah. 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 I think about that when... Brianna and I are tied to our vehicles. Like yeah. it, it's a statement of who we are. Yeah. You know, a lot of times it's rescued us from yeah. a place that we've been because we both uh, have driven trucks and she still does. And I, I just think about, you know, being tied emotionally to that vehicle. Mm. It was it, it, that that is one for me. And the other thing that comes to mind um, talking about that grieving process is I, you know, my big move from Arizona to Missouri. Not a lot of people know this, but I got a phone call for a part-time job making minimum wage in Missouri. I was in a rough situation in Arizona and I'm like, I want out. And I said, I'll be there next week. So I I mean, I gave myself seven days to pack up my entire life as I knew it. And my small little little car at that time with my dog and, you know, moved 1400 miles. And I think at first I was really excited about the change. I think that is one thing to note with any change you're making, the potential and the possibilities just seem super invigorating. But I can remember coming out here and I ended up um, moving with my grandparents for a little bit and living on a farm, which was very different from my life in Arizona. And so for me, then I start realizing, like I start that process of grief. And um, I remember a lot of tears being shed during that time and thinking, through, yeah, exactly. Regretting yeah. some at some point, you feel like you, you really have made the wrong decision. And here I am 13 years later and I'll tell it was the best decision I could have ever made for my whole life. But you've got to work through that, those highs and those lows of any change that you're going through. Anything specific that you can recall that helped you in in that time? Yeah, my social network, um, because I hadn't, I mean, beyond my grandparents and some of the my other family members here, I had nobody. I had left all of that. And so for me, it was really important to start getting connected again to, to friends and to social life. I ended up spending a lot more time in Colombia, which is where I've landed, obviously. But uh, thinking through just how can you create that social network to support you during any big change, whether it's a, a move or whether it's, you know, smoking, whatever it may be, because you're going to need that support. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, and I asked, 
I did ask a lot of feedback during that time. I think uh, I remember having great conversations with my papa about, you know, do you think I did the right thing? And of course, he's going to tell me yes, yeah. because he wanted to keep his, his little girl <laughs> there. But, uh, you know, we talked about the opportunities and how, you know, this was just kind of a, a, a setback right now. It was kind of rough right now, but things would get better. And I think that element of hope, and we've done a whole podcast episode of on hope before and recognizing like you made the change for, for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean you might not have to still make yet another change based off of that change, but give it time, you know, give it time. Things won't always kind of work out immediately because there are so many, there's such an emotional roller coaster that you go through with any change. Yeah. You know, and it, it reminds me of kind of, for some people, being able to make an absolute clean break mm-hmm. from whatever it was that they're changing from. And I think about, and you guys went through this with me, but, you know, I used to have a dog and, Um, I just didn't have the right facilities, the right house. And the dog became very, very destructive. And I could tell she was unhappy um, because of that, because, I, you know, dogs want to please. And I remember going through the interviewing process for a new home for for her. And and so once that um, took place and the transition happened, they would continue to send me pictures. Mm. I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. You know, and I literally, you know, I said, I really appreciate this, but my heart still breaks every time you send me a picture, even though she looked wonderfully happy. She had two German Shepherd playmates, you know, Mm. with her and and I could tell it was a good situation for her. But I had to just like totally sever Mm -hmm. that um, because it kept just kind of re, you know, dragging me back through that that moment where I made that decision to. Yeah. And, you know, I had to set a date when I was not going to smoke anymore. And um, I had that two weeks in advance. Um, and so I just had to make that clean break. And so mm-hmm. I I came up with what am I going to do in the morning with my, when I have my coffee? Mm-hmm. You know, I have, already planning. Yeah, already yeah, planning during that time. You know, what am I going to do after a meal? You know, yeah. what am I going to do when somebody else that I know is smoking and wants to step outside? Um, you know, so it was those kinds of things. But it, it, you're right. It kind of took that that needed that break from the past. The past is the past and it's going to be different than the future. Mm -hmm. But I'll say this about that. That's a scary thing, right? So what you've done in the past provides a sense of security. Oftentimes you're comfortable with it. You know what to expect. Um, And so when you embark upon something new, you know, you don't know what to expect. It's kind of that fear of the unknown and that kind of it really, uh, I think, attack people's sense of security. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, people will choose dysfunction oh, over yeah. uncertainty. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's the devil, you know, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, I know this is dysfunctional, but I know exactly how it's dysfunctional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know what to expect exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. from that dysfunction. And I can cope with that. I can deal with that. Right. Um, but what, yeah. Yeah. What's so funny listening to you all say that I'm sitting here looking because I keep time on my phone when we do these. And I'm looking at my my screen on my phone, my screen protector <laughs> and talking about dysfunction. It's been so warped and messed up for so long. You can't touch any of the buttons on this side. But I don't want to take it off because I'm afraid I won't be able to get a new one back on. I don't want to change it. There you go. Perfect example. So I I can only use certain buttons in the middle of the screen. Uh, Yeah. Wow. Um, So that's what came to mind there. You know, I think one of the other things to consider with this is um, the fatigue that does come with change. So whether you like change, you know, 
in general or whether you don't, there's still an element of fatigue. And so for me, another thing I think about, especially on that big move, is I actually needed time just to rest. And I had to to schedule that in, whether I mean like taking extra naps during the day or uh, sitting and vegging out, watching Jerry Springer, doing absolutely nothing else. I needed some time to just relax from all of the change that had just occurred. Um, I don't know if you all went through the same process with that, but I think it is important to, you know, schedule time to take a deep breath. Well, sometimes, you know, for me, that's more of just a reflection of the past because, you know, I sat here about to turn 60 this year. And I think, you know, of all the changes that I have witnessed already in my 60 years of life, that's a lot of change. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot of change. And so, uh, for me, sometimes it, it's might not, and don't get me wrong. I love a good nap, Brianna, but, <laughs> uh, but every once in a while for me, I just have to kind of think because it puts, helps to put things into perspective for me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to realize that life is all about change. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I think it's, um, that's how we grow. That's how we develop. That's how we get gain new perspective is just through all this change. Um, and wow, I, I don't know, but it seems to keep going faster and faster and faster the older you get so yeah are there other resources i mentioned earlier that concept of of like creating a social network that helped mm-hmm. me were there other things that worked for you all as far as uh, a support network i love people but mm. they also irritate me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i i'm in my support of that change you know i'm i'm more likely to um listen to a podcast or, you know, read about it or hear about somebody else's story, like Mm. in a book, um, you know, and kind of transport myself a little bit and, and basically just get over me, Mm. you know, and just Uh be like, Oh, stop it. You know, I mean, look at these people or listen to their experiences. I mean, this is nothing. Yeah. can kind of put your, put your experiences to change in perspective when you uh, come across other people that have had to go through major, major changes that are so much, you know, bigger in scope than maybe what you're going through currently. But yeah, that I'm, I'm with you, Ray. I, I like to do research a little bit and get on the net and find read papers and things about this particular topic that we're changing with or, or something like that. I do a lot of journaling. Um, there's lots of times when I'll sit out in the back porch and just, you know, at the end of the day and just listen to the nature around me and start journaling. Um, those things I have found helpful. Mm-hmm. And f- the other thing is just uh, more for me, physical things like learning to breathe a little bit better mm-hmm. and taking just you know, a moment to be present and to do some deep breathing can kind of help me. It certainly helped me with those smoking cravings. So mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing has helped as well. Yeah. Uh, the mindfulness piece, I think, is is absolutely critical. Uh, I did yoga for when I was I went through a really big change. My husband and I actually did it together. And uh, it was just it relieves all of those feelings and the thoughts that are whirling around based off of those feelings. And so just being present in the moment and, and at peace, I think, again, because you're going through a, a fatigue you know, whether it's grief or fatigue. I mean, I think that there's overlap there. Um, so take care of yourself during yeah. that time. And what we forget is that our our emotions are tied to our body. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being in a cycle of certain emotions also creates um, hormonal changes, chemical changes, you know, di- like 
physiological differences in our body. And so one can feed the other mm-hmm. and uh, or be the cause or condition yeah. for the other. That mind body connection. Mm-hmm. Right? Very, yeah. very important. And that heart connection as well. Oh, yeah. All of it. Another piece. And I'm just kind of reflecting on on my experiences. And I'd be interested to hear your all's thoughts. But, you know, I started as I was spending time um, just resting or reflecting during my move out here, I found myself really trying to lean into what are these new possibilities, you know, instead of just becoming complacent with where I was or what was happening, you know, feeling victim, I guess, to my situation at that time. um, I tried to lean in with a little bit more curiosity and be like, what are the endless opportunities here in this new town, new state, new people? I mean, there, there was so much that could uh, change even based off of that big change and um, really continuing to seek out, you know, again, remaining curious and seeking out those new opportunities. Oh, sure. You know, um, I always say, you know, how is this the best problem we've ever had? Yeah. You know, how, do, how can we flip that paradigm of thinking in a negative way that change brings a lot of negativity um, when we can flip it and think about all the possibilities that change can bring? Because um, I think that, you're again, we talked about that mind-body connection. So um, you, you put it in a different perspective and chances are you'll probably do things differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, I wake up every morning, like looking for change, looking for something mm-hmm. new and different. So in my mindset, you know, like a job change. Yeah. Even though that was huge, like every day I'm like, what am I going to eat for breakfast? Like, I can't possibly eat what I ate yesterday. <laughs> you know, What am I going to wear? I can't possibly wear, you know, and so I'm constantly looking. And so I don't know how sometimes to stop that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, in whatever I'm doing. I never train the same topic the same way with the same, you know, and I mean, there's always something mm-hmm. just because that's my DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it it's sometimes it is like frustrating, like stop, just, you know, maybe that decision fatigue or that, that, um, you know, uh, change fatigue is because I just, I don't settle mm-hmm. and, um, not, you know, settle down. Yes. Yeah. Now I am curious. I know that your commute to work is a little bit different now than it used to be, but when you were in Columbia commuting to work, did you try different routes to work every day? Well, you know, actually I did. And here's why, because when I worked at the bank Mm -hmm. and once I got to a certain um, level in the organization, um, it was important for me to change routes, mm-hmm. mm, okay. you know, so I wouldn't be followed or, or things like that. Um, so I kind of learned it okay. very early, okay. very early. Now, it, you know, I'm, I'm driving to two and a half hours. I get on I-70. I have a car that's pretty self-driving <laughs> as much as I hate that. Um, but uh, put in my book and I just same thing, you know, because mm-hmm. that gives me that mental space to, mm-hmm. you know think and be uh, other places but yeah I, I do like what you're talking about here with here with this uh, idea of curiosity you know I think um, it is kind of flips that paradigm mm. and helps you really kind of get rid of some of those biases maybe that you've had in the past and always remain open to to why or what's the opportunity here um, and, I, and again I think that that I think that can really help change that mindset. There's a book out there, I'm trying to think of what the name of it was, that talked about that mindset. And it was one about curiosity, is one about learning that that 
is actually kind of a, a better mindset in dealing with change than than um, having all the old traditional things that you've already known. All the time. That Daniel Pink book, I, uh, I I, almost remember. I can see it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we talked about the the kind of change where you're looking, right? You know, you're asking good questions, you're being curious, you're, um, you know, wanting to move into maybe a new space. But we also talked about the change that happens that, you know, you necessarily happens, didn't want or, or you know, you. it happens to you. And I think one of the questions I learned to ask in that situation, because it seemed like everything changed, you know, and your whole mind just kind of explodes. And I remember walking to my car one day and saying, wait, what hasn't changed? Mm. Like I needed a grounding point. Yeah, um, that's a good point. And, and even to the point of my car is the same. Oh, I can get into the same brown Buick mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. You know, my job hasn't changed. My, you know, colleagues, you know, and so kind of in that moment as a coping tool, because I felt like my life was so upside down. Counter blessings hasn't changed. You know, what can I rely on? Mm -hmm. Um, And then it just brings you back. Oh, yeah, I can I can choose what I eat. I can choose what I wear. I can choose where I, you know, and so then Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I remember just kind of filling my tank a little bit by securing things in my mind that had not changed, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you can go. Oh, so it was really just those things, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, even though they were huge, you know, it was my marriage, (laughs) but just realizing like, oh, yeah. Oof. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great practice. I remember you telling me that uh, when I first started here, because I was dealing with some um, big. It was a big change for me to move from from the workplace culture I was in before to our workplace culture. And uh, I've said before on other episodes, I struggled a little bit. But you you told me that, and I I remember going through and doing the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, I still have my husband. All right, I still have my house. All right, you know, yeah. and and it was it was a uh, it allowed you the space the opportunity to just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath because emotions can, man, those are are tricky little boogers there that you work through with change. I I know, I know. Well, as we are wrapping up here, do you all have any final thoughts or suggestions related to this focus on self-change? You know, it's going to happen. And so whether you're a person that looks for it like me or whether you're a person that's very planned in it, I think it is part of growth mm-hmm. and fulfillment, mm-hmm. um, but knowing that we're all different mm-hmm. and not judging one person's change or aversion um, and just kind of knowing yourself well enough to know what you need when you need it, leaning into that. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess my final thing would be to own it. Right. So don't fall victim to it. Don't blame the way your life is going because all these changes are happening to you. Right. Um, You know, you are the driver in the driver's seat. So you get to make decisions about how you might not get decisions about whether or not this change is going to occur, but you certainly have the power over how you react to it. Right. Absolutely. And, And so don't fall victim to it. But, you know, realize your own power that you have here. 
I like those final thoughts. And uh, we are going to continue this conversation next week. Uh, We're actually going to start talking more about now kind of workplace change. And uh, we're going to talk about why does workplace change fail sometimes? And how can you really set yourself up uh, as a leader from a leader's perspective, set your team up for success through some of that workplace change? So stick with us. If you have any questions or comments related to this episode, send us an email at mti at missouri.edu. And until next time, go be great. Thanks for listening to The Weekly Workplace, hosted by the Missouri Training Institute. Dewey, Ray, and Brianna stand ready to connect with you and meet your training needs. Be sure to check out ways to contact them in the episode description or at mti.missouri.edu. Subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes automatically by tapping subscribe in your podcast player of choice. Hope to catch you on the next episode of The Weekly Workplace. Yes.